treat we have this week for the 49ers and Scripted Podcast presented by Microsoft Surface. We get two for the price of one. 49ers left guard Lakin Tomlinson, 49ers tight end George Kittle joining us here for the podcast. Guys, this is very unique for us because usually, you know, it's just an intimate conversation with one guy. I get the both of you, but is this kind of like a testament? I, I love it. Look at this. It's a moment, you guys. It's a moment. But is this like honestly a testament just to how close this 49ers locker room is? Yeah, I, I think it is. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I could invite a couple more guys up here and I think we could, you know, we could fill this whole table out. Um, Do we have enough chairs though? I don't think so. <laughs> I could stand. You I'd stand? Yeah, I, I would stand for someone else to sit. You know, oh, Tom so Compton. Just you know, the people's time. That, that's why he's the people's I'm here side. for you guys. I'm here for you guys. Love it. I love it. He's here for all of us. We could fill up the whole table full of 49ers players, but I want to talk about specifically you two that are sitting at this desk. And I'm going to start with you, Lakin. Uh, when I look back at the 2017 season, George, you got him in the draft, and then we got you shortly thereafter. But spending all this time together, what kind of teammate is George? Like, we see him on social media. We see him in commercials. But give us the lowdown. What is George really like? Uh, I would say George is one of the more fun teammates in the locker room. Okay. Um, you know, definitely uh, a character, a very fun character in the locker room. It's kind of crazy at times, okay. but, uh, but he definitely puts it out on the field. Um, the way he plays, it's, it's just, and it's, the way he plays and his personality just matches like perfectly. Yeah. Like Kittle's like, you know, fun guy, likes to get everyone's, you know, like energy rallying in the locker room, but he also does it on the field. Yeah. Cause you know, like what he does, like, you know, run blocking, catching the ball, he just gets everybody razzled up the way he plays. Yeah, so it's not just a front, it's literally how you yeah. see George Kittle on the field is what you see in person, it's the same thing. All right, uh, George, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. I know that guards don't get a lot of the love. It's not, might not be the sexiest of the positions, but let's talk up our guy Lakin. I mean, am I, am I lying? Nah, you're right, you're okay, right. talk up my guy Lakin. What makes him so special? Well, I think the offensive line is sexy just because that's where the run game is. And that's where the play action gets born out of. And you know, that's where it's all gritty down there. And uh, that's where there players are made. That's where uh, football players, you get to see if they have heart or not. And, uh, it's been fun to line up. There's always at least one person between me and Lakin. Like, I never really get a line up next to him. Yeah. Like, there's someone always in the way, whether it's Joe Staley, whether it's Sc Justin School, whether it's Trent Williams. Yeah. Someone's just always in between, trying not to let me and Lakin get close to each Tough other. with that. But um, I've loved playing with Lakin. Especially, it's fun, too, because we've been together since my rookie season. So, we've, you know, kind of grown on this team together. And, um, you know, whether it's... Uh, Whenever, you know, I've told the story, whenever Lakin has his headphones on on game day and he starts rapping, like, that's like a, that's a trigger for me to be like, okay, like, game day, the game's going to start in 10 minutes, Lakin's rapping. So, like, that, that's always great for me. But it's always fun, too, because Lakin's, he's such a, such a kind person in the locker room. He, he's always talking to the guys around him, whether it's, like, DJ Jones, Nick Bosa, uh, Mitch, but he's always just having a nice, lighthearted conversation with guys. Um, and then he comes out to walk through and he has his helmet on with a black visor on and I can't see his face. I'm like, you know what? Just do you, man. Just do you. I'm just going to let you live your life and I'm going to stand on this side of the huddle away from you. Wait, okay, hold on. You talk about game days and when you see Lake with his, his headphones on. And I know, Lake, and we've talked about this before, but now I want to get George's take because we know George is a high-energy guy, but George... Mm. Being around Lakin on game days, coming out of the tunnel, the energy he has, does anyone compare to that? 
Have no. you experienced anything like that? No, I have to. So when at first I you know, was around it, I would just stick my hand out there for a high five and I almost broke my hand oh my like three times. And so now it's like he's coming and I like pulled away dramatically last second. Um, but no, it, it definitely sets a tone and like it just, cause he's the first one always that comes out. He like just brings this ball of energy and just takes it through the whole team. And you're just like, all right, like it's time to roll now. Also, I do have to say, when you do watch Lakin's film, though, the amount of pancakes that this dude serves up oh, every yeah. single Sunday, mm, chef's kiss. Underrated right there. That, the Lakin Tomlinson mm, pancake blocks. We're going to have to just, talk about there's those. There's just syrup all just over all the over. field. Pour it all over. All this over guy the field. right here definitely deserving more love. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But more recently, uh, Lakin, you were a guest on George's podcast, Hidden Pearls. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I want to, one, let's start with George. George, tell oh us something that you learned about Lakin in this podcast. What's something that stands out that you got to learn kind of digging deep into his history? Wow. Um, one of my, the, well, other than the fact that from being from Jamaica to moving to Chicago and hearing about his whole experience, like with his first winter, because winter in Jamaica yeah. and Chicago, a little bit different. A little bit. Um, a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. That was cool. But just hearing him talk about his relationship with his mom and how much she means to him, that was like, that was really cool because you don't really see, like, I know that everyone in football, like, their family's important. But, like, when you figure out why they're important for certain guys, I really appreciate that. And him just sharing it, being an open book and sharing this, the whole story with his mom and all the hard work she did. And she's the reason where he is today. I love that. Yeah. And, Lake, and you're on a podcast and it's, it's essentially the Kittle family. Kittle hosted. Um, what did you did you learn something about this family just kind of being in there listening to their energy and did you kind of take away like okay I get how George is how he is yeah um it's just the whole energy and the whole vibe you know yeah. the, the, the entire podcast um you can definitely see where he gets this from especially from his dad as well uh such a fun guy to talk to but um it's no like you know like when I first got into podcast I wasn't really you know sure like how involved that their his whole family was you know, in his football life, and they're super involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, from his dad to his sister to his wife, and you know, just to hear them all talk there in the background. We we're just, you know, before the podcast started, we were just talking for a while because it's just how it was like a family in football. Yeah. You know, they were together, so I really enjoyed um, being a part of the podcast. And again, thank you so much. You know, just just to get out, out there and talk about you know just some of the stuff that I've been through. Yeah. It's it's been really cool. Yeah, you can definitely check that out. You want to just drop us a little line? How can everybody check it out? Oh, Hidden Pearls Podcast. Go to Instagram. Go to there Twitter. Go. It's on both those. A lot of stuff up there. You know, check out on Mondays. It's Mindful Mondays. My dad talks for like a minute to two minutes about, you know, something that could make your Mondays better. There you go. I'm all about making Mondays better. And one especially thing. Especially this Monday. Especially this Monday. I can definitely go for a better mm -hmm. Monday. Um, but you two are two of the best to do it. And in particular, I'm talking about the 49ers run game. Mm. Um, Lakin, we've seen George's, for lack of a better word, cynical laugh when he's like blocking a defender eight yards oh, into man. the end zone. So we know he enjoys that. How about for you? Do you get that same type of thrill when it comes to those run blocking? And like George said, the syrup all over the field pancake <laughs> blocks. Pour it on, pour it on. You know, hey, hey, you got to pour it on them. You got to pour it on them. <laughs> Everywhere, dude. Everywhere. No, um, it's it's always fun, you know, when you get a chance to uh, impose your win on the opponent. You know, as an offensive lineman, that's a, that's a dream. And uh, it's hard to do it in this league, but we got a bunch of guys, you know, and George included, in the trench warfare doing it every week. Mm. So uh, it's just part of our game, and we love doing it. 
Speaking of run blocking, the 49ers added another layer to their offense, I like to say, and that's with Debo Samuel. You guys were without him last week and hopefully making his return here shortly. But just taking him aside, just looking at what he's been able to do in year three, what do you guys make of just the year he's having and what he's brought to this offense? Oh, my God. I mean, speaking from an offensive lineman, it's just phenomenal. Like, what he can do in the pass game and the run game, like, what – better what but what more from athlete can you ask for and um you know he's been a contributor for us you know all year and you know i'm i'm really proud of him just the, the leaps that he's made throughout his career and uh you know great young man and i'm excited for his future hmm. uh i mean for me technically just the fact that we can be in any personnel grouping and Debo can somehow end up at, line, at running back still, or linebacker if you really wanted to. <laughs> but, but the fact that we can just move him around to wherever we want to go yeah. and Debo's like, okay, we're going to come out in base personnel because, you know, the juice is out there. And then, oh, crap, hey, Debo's at running back and then we can do all everything that we want. Or we have four wide receivers and a tight end out there. They bring out a smaller, you know, defense so they can cover four wide receivers. Debo's at running back still. Like, and so you can just do yeah. different things with it. And so you get guys into positions where you want them to be. To ultimately run the football which is what we excel at and so when you have a weapon like that that you can move up and then hey you can have a running back and Debo in the backfield have Debo be a distraction then hand the ball off to Elijah Mitchell just just a lot of things that we can do a lot of moving pieces we can do and Debo allows us to do that how scary is it I don't even maybe it's not scary for you guys but for you guys how fun is it when you can have so many different personnel groupings and, and it's just like defenses don't know what to do what is coming at them they don't they don't know what they don't know they have no idea I mean, like, especially with Debo, you're not sure if he's going to go catch the ball or run the ball. You know, he's a, know. He's a deep threat, but he's also running straight down the middle. So um, it's, it's scary for defense, I could imagine, but uh, it's a lot of fun for us. And, you know, when you're playing against a defense that have no idea what's going to hit them, it's a lot of fun. That's where you get those pancakes. It is. <laughs> I mean, I also think, too, when you're not a, like, when you're not a guy that runs the ball every single play, Debo kind of has a different look at when he sees, like, cutback lanes and stuff. And you'll see, like, I think it was one of his touchdowns versus Jacksonville. Like, he, it's supposed to be right up down the, right down the middle, and he just said, nah, good, and then he bounced it around the edge. And it worked. Touchdown. It's just, like, he just does different things because he just sees it differently than a normal running back would. A big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface plays a huge role in preparation and game day for the San Francisco 49ers. And as a proud partner in the preferred laptop of the San Francisco 49ers, Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools needed to succeed both on and off the field. And talking about seeing things a little differently, Ooh. I want to talk actually nice segue. about... Wow. Are you a professional? You, I do this for a living. It's crazy. Uh, George. Yes, ma'am. Have you been working on anything this offseason to work on your balance? Because I do want to talk about mm. being able to tightrope that side Line type rope against tight Seattle like at any point did you just know you were in bounds like kind of walk us through that touchdown that I knew I, had a, I knew I had a chance um by Wagner had a chance to tackle me and he didn't clean my like sweep my feet out and I knew I had a chance to stay in bounds um and I was just doing everything I could to lean as far right as I possibly could and it is funny because I did work on balance this offseason really? I spent oh. almost an hour a day on balance memes five days a week this entire offseason really dead serious Mm. That's Paying off a little bit. There you know, I like those. You know those foot beams that are in the yeah. weight room. Uh -huh. I have like four of them. I make like an obstacle course, and I literally walk on them for about an hour a day after every workout for foot, ankle strength, just health, and balance. And I, I think that helped a lot. I'm just. I think it does. Yeah, the tape yeah. shows it. Yeah, yeah, the tape literally shows it. It paid day. off <laughs> on game day in a crucial moment for this team. It was awesome. Um, 
that just reminded me when I think of 49ers players who take pride in their home setups and their offseason training. I kid you not. These are the two guys that mm. come to mind. I always talk to Lakin about it because he's always <laughs> posting about working out at his home. Or just bench pressing 400 pounds. Yeah, like no big ah, deal. And then George has a brand new setup back in Nashville. Did you have to rely or like hit up Lake like to all right, how do I what should I do? What do I need? Like what kind of came into play to help you on, put man. together I, this, I know you're inspired, this massive I mean, I just, I just see this. When I see Lakin posting a workout video, I'm like, okay, that's what he's doing. I got to get to at least 60% of that, <laughs> and that'll be my max, and I'm good. So definitely I get a little inspiration when I see okay. Lake posting a squat or bench press video in the middle of the week. I'm like, all right, I got to bring it today if I got to match that energy. But, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of inspiration comes from actually all my teammates. I love yeah. this, like – I love seeing guys work out. I like it inspires me. Like, hey, if they're gonna work out this hard, I gotta either do it or go farther than that. Right. I think that's how our whole team works out too. And I appreciate that of our team because I do know the hard work and the time we spend into football year round. Yeah, uh, Lakin, you, George, we talk about Debo. There's a number of pieces. You guys are so crucial to what this 49ers team has been able to do on offense. And obviously this unit is looking to bounce back this upcoming week here in Cincinnati. What is the early scouting report on this Cincinnati team? They're coming off a loss. They were riding high, and they're looking to stay relevant in their own conference. But what have you guys seen so far? I mean, they have, uh, you know, good guys uh, in the defensive front, um, you know, guys that can move well. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, it's, up, it's about us. It's about what we can do, you know, fix our mistakes week to week. And we go out there and practice really hard throughout the week, and we go put it on tape. Uh, you know, I think that this is going to be a fantastic game. I think they're the seventh seed. We're the seventh seed. It's a playoff game. Um, on the road, Cincinnati in December. What more could you want? I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Actually, I'm not going to lie. The reason I'm most excited about it is my guy Garrett Selleck's going to be there. All yeah. right. Garrett Selleck's going to be there. He bought tickets in the 300 section. I was like, you're such a cheapskate. <laughs> um, it's Selleck time, baby. Selleck, Selleck time, baby. I'm going to make sure he wears his, his Niners gear. Um, and then I get to see my guy Trent Taylor again. Oh, yeah. uh, so I'm excited about the quality time reunion is going to be there. And uh, but again, it's just another chance for us to go out there. And, you know, when you get to play football, it's your it's the only next chance to make the last game go away. That's all it is. You got to go out there. It's the only way to fix what you're feeling the whole week of. I mean, it's yeah, you're angry. You don't want to lose games, especially the way like it was a crazy game. And it's a rivalry game. You don't want to lose those. And so it leaves a definitely a sour taste in your mouth. A little bit of, you know, hey, I got to work harder because I don't want to lose again. And. Um, I think it's going to be fun because I think our team's going to respond very, very well. Our coaches are going to respond at a high level. And I think our team's going to be very inspired to play this week. Selleck time's back. Quality mm. time oh. is back. It's going to be a good time in Cincinnati. I don't know about for this guy because if you did listen to George's podcast, this guy in cold weather don't quite mix. So it's going to be a fun one out there in Cincy. But looking at the mood in the locker room right mm. now, obviously it wasn't the outcome that you guys wanted in Seattle. But looking ahead and as we're entering into that final stretch of the season, what's the conversations like? Just win, baby. Win. Just win. We're uh, we're still in a position where, if we, I mean, if we win, we'll be in the playoffs and give ourselves an opportunity. And that's all you want to do. If you give yourself a shot to be in the playoffs, then anything can happen. I mean, you watched Tampa Bay do it last year. They won a wild card game, then won they won three games on the road to then win a Super Bowl, and which was somehow in their home stadium. That's awesome. But uh, no, I mean, it's football. Anything can happen. You just got to get hot at the right time, and um, we have an opportunity to get hot at the right time. Yeah, you know. Um, we got guys coming back healthy and, you know, December is, you know, the time, time of the year when you can really, you know, show, you know, your identity as a team. 
So, uh, you know, we have a chance this week to really uh, put in some really good work and uh, get the showdown on Sunday. 49 is looking to show that this Sunday heading to Cincinnati where this guy will be wearing a coat. Uh, but before <laughs> I let the two of you guys go, um, last week we did have the guy that's sometimes in the middle of you two, Trent Williams. He was here. Was he really? Desk. Yeah, he was here. What a good guy. From right here. Great guy, great guy. Um, I asked him to show a little, <laughs> I asked him to show a little love to Maybe a guy on the roster who is deserving of a spot on the Pro Bowl and deserving to be in that conversation. And I'm not sure if you guys got a chance to check it out, but he talked about his partner in crime, a leader on this team. He said, it's you, Lakin, that you are deserving of a spot. Um, so now I want to I want to put it on you guys. I, I don't want you to use the same answer and go with Trent or go with George or Lakin, but just looking at this 49ers roster, there's a lot of talent, a lot of guys who have been stepping up. Uh, who would you guys say is deserving to be in that Pro Bowl conversation along with you two? Which I mean, obviously we're hoping that we're not even there, but to at least get that acknowledgement because we're planning on being in LA. In uh, well, Trent stole my answer because <laughs> Lake was my answer, so that's BS. But <laughs> Um, if you want to go another route with that, um, I mean, I don't know if you can. It's two guys that always come to my mind, especially this year. One guy that always comes to mind every single year is always Jimmy Ward. Yeah. Uh, he's always on the field. He flies around. This season he sat on a podcast and he said there's not a single tight end in the NFL that can get more than 50 yards on me. And I don't think there's been a tight end in the NFL that's gotten more than 50 yards on him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're going to speak that into existence and then go through it for, I think, what are we in, week 13? I think that's pretty impressive. Um, he's always around there. He's always a ball hawk. He tackles hard. I love Jimmy Ward. I love playing with Jimmy Ward. Um, him, and then, let's see. I also think, I mean, I don't know if Aziz is how he's doing in votes, yeah. but he's having a great year. Yeah, man. Um, a great year, man. I think it's the hardest is just to do it your first time as you break into, like, the Pro Bowl voting stuff because it's, like, it's a recognition thing. And I think he's just playing at such a high level. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, he's playing at a very high level, forcing turnovers, and he needs all the love he can get because he's playing at such a high level. Definitely. You can't use either of those. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I just took away one. But uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it on the defensive side of the ball as well. Okay. But, you oh, know, Debo also, too. Well, I also got to keep it in the trenches. You know, I'm going to say DJ Jones. There we mm. go. I like I'm gonna that. I'm going to say DJ, DJ Jones. You know, not only is he my locker mate, but he's a hell of a player. He's been able to stay healthy this year. And, um, you know, he's having a really, really good season. And, um, you know, the tape shows by, for itself. Yeah. You know, the plays that he's making on every, every Sunday. You know, says says for him. I mean, I really hope he gets it this year. Yeah. Uh, I second that. I also love DJ because he's my 2017 yeah, draft man. class buddy. Yeah, exactly. Just only two left. 2017 over here, we're representing. But. I, I, hey, I will say this too. DJ gets a fumble, a forced fumble, and then the next play I can score a touchdown on. So, I mean, that's like talking about, I mean, right? talk about friendship right there, boys. Right there. It doesn't get any better. We talk about the closeness of this 49ers locker room. And it's right here on display, even on the 49ers Unscripted Podcast. But with that, uh, let's talk about the Pro Bowl voting voting make sure you vote for your 49ers including Lakin including George including Aziz including Jimmy Ward DJ Jones the list goes on Let's you can go. do that on NFL.com slash Pro Bowl or on Twitter use their names and hashtag Pro Bowl vote but with that guys this was a lot of fun um, mm. I was a little scared about having two of you at the same time but this a is twofer. a twofer a twofer but I had a really good time this was a good time come on where are you there you go come on now 2017 in the building <laughs> let's go <laughs>